I have to tell you uh, how happy and perky you look. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. I haven't seen you this happy ever. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers, Mom. Cheers. Love you. My mom and I have a great relationship. Hold up. Hi, and welcome back to Razmondi Reality Recap. As always, I'm your host, Kelsey Razmondi, and I'm here with my wonderful co-host, Michael Razmondi. Michael, how are you? Uh, how many do we have left? We do not have very many left. We have next week, which is the Fantasy Suite Dates, and then we have the Men Tell All, and then that's it, then the finale. So we have three wait. episodes left. Okay. Dude, you hate this show. Yeah, it's really sunk into... Uh, <laughs> it used to be like a car accident that you couldn't not watch. Yes. And now it's just turned into like very misleading, dramatic teases well, that really don't... Well, still maybe. Like depending no. on who the next Bachelor or Bachelorette will be. Like it all depends on... This show's lead. terrible. Well, yeah. I mean, but sometimes it's a terrible Becca train wreck, like you said. is boring. She's boring, but she's not a train wreck. She's a normal person. Yeah, but we're not watching reality TV to watch normal people. We are normal people. <laughs> but the situation we're watching because is it makes abnormal. us feel better to watch people not be able to have control of their own lives. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, but anyway, tonight was fun though because it was the hometown was dates. Yes, the hometown dates are always interesting to see kind of like where people come from, where they've been. Wait, no, what was it? No, I was trying to I was trying to quote Cotton Eye Joe, but that wasn't it. Where did you come from? Where did you go? <laughs> I'm gonna cut that out. I think. <laughs> Don't. Um. Anyway, we had four hometown dates tonight. Do you tend to like this better or worse than a normal episode setup? I want to like this more, and in the past, it's been more dramatic, more interesting. Yeah. Like, remember Eric's hometown? No. Oh. The only one I remember is JoJo meeting. The Rogers family? Yes. Yes. Sans Aaron. Oh, yeah. And Olivia. They don't talk. Yeah. Well, Aaron and Olivia aren't together anymore. Aaron is now with Danica Patrick. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't believe you didn't know that. I don't pay attention to football or NASCAR. <laughs> Just basketball. Yeah. And soccer. I'm starting to get into soccer. Why? It's, uh, yeah. It seems like the most boring option. No, it's, uh, it's like the critical darling sport of America right now. Okay, well, there you go. To each and his I own. Just lost, a, just lost a lot of money to Croatia, so. Oh, my gosh. You've got to stop. I'm out of money, so. <laughs> no more. <laughs> okay, well, let's jump into The Bachelorette. We started off the day or the week, rather, with Garrett in his hometown of, am I saying this right, Manteca, California? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'd never heard of it. Who cares? But, <laughs> okay, I want to mention something. The jump and hug. We talked about it last week. It's still going strong when she jumps and hugs them. It's 100% uh, success rate that it will happen. Always. Yeah. Just always a jump and hook. If, if it's a one-on-one situation. I for the show to where we could bet on <laughs> that happening or not. And it's not every Bachelorette. Like, every Bachelorette will usually do it at some point, but Becca does it every single time. I think the producers are really have really struggled to, like, give this girl personality in any way possible, and so they're like, 
Could you run and jump on him? Could you get you another Bumblebee him? tattoo on air? Yeah. Did that happen? No. Uh-oh. Well, she got it. So she was telling Ari about her new Bumblebee tattoo be- right before he broke up with her. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes. Anyway, Garrett's town, um, they, okay, his family owns an agriculture business, and so him and Becca plant tomatoes. No, they didn't. They just rode on the back of the tractor and threw tomato seeds into the air. I don't know. Um, It did not seem very fruitful. Well, he told us that this is how he's going to prove he'll be an awesome husband and father, by planting tomatoes. It's very important. This is the only way. This guy seems to be... uh, He's a very slow talker. As parents, I feel like we have the, the... privilege of being able to judge other people (laughs) that do not have kids on how they think they're going to be as parents. Now I'm on board. The the priorities of some people are just so bizarre to me. And you just, you're not thinking as a parent before you're a parent, which makes sense. But it's just really funny how the next thing was, would you put your hype, would you put our kids on the back of this trailer and make them work for their dinner? I have to keep them alive for six to seven years prior to that. Yeah. How about we don't put our child on heavy machinery? Let's not do that. Well, she also talked about how badly she just wanted to drink a beer and throw some seeds out and drive the tractor. I don't think that's how you do it. I don't think you can operate heavy machinery under the influence. With your kids on the back of it. That too. But just skipping, <laughs> like the people skipping ahead is just always like. I mean, I get it. They want to idealize their future. Like they picture them, they're them all just happily singing along as they're planting tomato I, seeds. I hope for them it's that easy. It won't be though. That's not how it works. And your kids aren't gonna want want to ride on the back of a tomato, what caravan, yeah, whatever this was. Kiss toilet seats and wear shoes that are our daughter straight up kissed her toilet seat today. That did happen. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you just don't know that'll happen until it does. Yeah. They're going to want to eat dog food. (laughs) Ily did that. Or, yeah. (laughs) We have just weird kids, though, probably. Anyway, back to Garrett and Becca. Well, we're we're living the realistic life. Garrett and Becca are in dreamland thinking they're going to... I love that their fantasy, though, is we're going to put our kids... On a tractor. On a tractor. Well, and then she does that thing again where she's like trying to have a personality and it's just like not in her wheelhouse, obviously, because she's gone her whole life without having one. Oh, my goodness. She talks about how sexy he is when he's driving the tractor and it just feels like very contrived and like she's. I think she does. I think he's her number two. Sure. That's fine. But like I think she does. find She just couldn't have come across on camera any more boring. Well, then they plant a rose bush because he wants to be able to give her roses for as long as they live. It's a cute idea. Until the rose bush dies. That would be sad. Um, Which is going to be next week. Whatever. <laughs> the, and then they talk about how the last girl he brought home with was his wife, which is kind of an awkward conversation. And I mean, he's, he's explaining more and more about like what happened. Like we get more pieces of what happened. And he talks about how. He cheated w- on her? No. When his family. I, I'm wondering if he is like hiding that she cheated on him. Like, I wonder if that happened. And he's just like, feels like it'd be tacky to mention that. Surely there's like a deep dive Reddit thread that we can find. I don't really want to Google it though, because I feel like I'm going to get a spoiler and I don't want to spoil I'll it. I'll Google it. Don't Google don't it. Cause worry. then you'll get a spoiler. I'm no, fine. I don't want you to know either. Uh, but he's explaining that like whenever he got married and his family would visit, she would be possessive of his time and like not understanding that his family wanted to like hang out with him. And he, didn't like that and his family didn't like that. Mm. 
He was married like four months before he got a divorce. Like how he said his family would visit them once a year. They weren't even married a year. So th- did this happen one time and then it was a problem for you and then you wanted to get a divorce? I don't think we'll ever know any of the truth. It's not adding up. Story. The math is not adding up. <laughs> Garrett. <laughs> I Okay, I want to like him. He's a nice guy, it seems like. I mean, he's he's saying nice things and he's smiling and happy and whatever, but it's it's just not adding up. I have reservations about him. That's fair. Um, but then Becca says, I'm not going to do what his ex did to him. What did she do to him? Just married him and then he wanted to get a divorce. That's what she did. <laughs> yeah. I'm having some ex-wife, like I have sympathy for her because I feel like her name, like they're just, Becca's building this entire like idea that she was just this demon and, you know, Garrett thankfully got out from underneath this terrible wife, but like, that's not what it sounds like. No, I think he cheated on her. I don't know. Anyways, I I don't care. We're just making stuff up though. He goes to visit the family. The family wants to make sure it's not going to be like last time. The sister's crying because his life was hard. So, okay. Sorry. Keep going. No, you go. I feel like each episode, basically I feel like the producers have just run out of, uh, they go to each family and they basically say like, who's going to pull you aside. You need to talk about how much he's been hurt in the past and how, you don't want to see that happen again. That was the thing. I guarantee you, all these families... The, the other thing, too, is like it's not like these families are in Los Angeles, California. These families are in Buffalo, some podunk California town, some podunk Colorado town. The These families are not like big city reality TV families. Like, no one talks like that in normal family situations. Yes, correct. No, my mom, my sweet mom, who's from West Virginia, would never, ever talk about... She and Michael go through any sort of heartbreak just really distressed me, and I don't think I can well, see him do it again. Well, maybe she would I've to never, not you. I've never talked to my mother about anything of that nature. Yeah, it's very weird that these people are having like such intense like relationship conversations with their parents. It's bizarre. It is. It's very weird, and it feels very unnatural. Yeah, because it is. Because a bunch of producers are walking around being like, "Talk about the way your son." However, I will say that they all did live through like the divorce situation. Like, I get that. I get that you have like a like a specific sure thing. But the other guys, yes. But for Garrett, it was the divorce, and that that would be a big enough issue that everyone was involved partially. Sure. So I can see that at least. But it was like. Not very dramatic. Um, Becca tells the camera that she feels like it's all falling into place after seeing his family. I think she really likes Garrett. She likes them all. Yeah, but I think that Garrett's, I think it's Blake and Garrett at the top. Yeah, sure. Um, But they seem like a nice family. They're all really kind. All these families seemed fine. Yeah, but I liked some more than others. Uh, They were all the same. Any family member from any family could be interchanged with any other family member from any other family. No. No one noticed. Because next is Jason. Yeah. Jason is my favorite of all of them. I love him. He's a slick back hair guy? Yes. He's from Buffalo, New York. He's so nice and easy. Like, he's just awesome. Um, They go to a chicken wing eating contest, which is interesting. Did you know that in Buffalo, they don't eat their wings with ranch? They eat them with blue cheese? Yeah. Did you know that before this episode? Yeah, well, it's like more of a northeastern thing. Oh, it is. I didn't know. I feel any like of that. ranch is a real southern thing. I'm into ranch. I would prefer ranch. Well, where are you from? <laughs> Buffalo. 
<laughs> just kidding um then they go to a honk a hockey rink and so basically the producers went to jason and their buffalo consultant and said what is there to do in buffalo like how can we showcase buffalo and everyone in buffalo was like we don't know <laughs> and they're like okay well i guess it's cold we could play hockey well he played hockey in high school yeah, exactly. It's like whenever people have taken their girlfriends to their like hometown. The like, only interesting thing that's ever happened in Buffalo, New York, is Donald Trump trying to buy the Bills like ten years ago, and it going horribly south. I didn't know about that. Maybe to me, Jason is the most interesting thing about Buffalo. Exactly. <laughs> um, but they had a romantic Zamboni ride, and Jason said that he could see her as a so- uh, a hockey mom. I was gonna say soccer mom, a hockey mom, a cool hockey mom. So that's the other thing is like all these guys, all these. Where's Becca from even? Uh, Minnesota. All these goofballs act like they're gonna be living anywhere near their hometown. Like they're all gonna settle down in California and be on D-list reality TV shows the rest of their lives. Like or maybe this Minnesota. Is their future. Maybe they'll be near Becca. None family. of them are moving back home and doing any sort of like normal family parishioner work. Rachel moved back to Dallas. Yeah, because her she and Brian had like a there. legit career. She was a lawyer. Yeah, is a lawyer. Yeah. I know. Who knows? I, I don't know what these people are doing. Not everybody lives in LA. The more I've seen Becca, the more and more I appreciate Rachel. I did love Rachel I too. still brought in Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And oh my gosh. As if that was Rachel's choice. And that was Asha not Kutcher Rachel's choice. All in one episode. Oh my gosh. None of that was Rachel's choice. But she tells, she re- reminds us that Jason gives her the best kisses. And I wonder if that's chemistry or technique. Like, I don't know if it's because it's him or if it's because like, is he a good kisser aside from your feelings for him? Or is it because you have strong feelings for him? Because I don't think he's at the top of the list. I think Blake's at the top of the list. But she keeps saying that Jason is the best kisser. Sure. Like, why? I think it's just something to say. No, like, she she makes a point the, to mention it. Yeah, but they make a point to mention all She can mention anything. But she mentions his uh, kissing over and over and over and over. It's just something to say. He must just be an inherently good kisser is what I'm thinking. Yeah, it's all technique. Um, Jason tells us that what I'm feeling now, I'll never settle for less, which makes me feel like he knows that it's not him in the end because I'm just guessing at this point. Like this is sheer, this is me guessing, but he's like, I'll never settle for less. It's like, so now you're already planning your next relationship. I don't know. Yeah. I still really like him. He's very earnest. He's very kind. He's very positive. I like him too. He's, he's my favorite. Um, he sees, his family, they go to the family. He tells us that he doesn't say things just to say them. Like he, it, him saying I love That's you is very every important. Guy, this whole show. Everybody's just saying stuff. Everyone's been, oh, I, you know, I wanted to mean it when I say I love you. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that's good. Um, but I'm going to say it's so uncomfortable watching these people talk to their families about like their past relationships and how they're actually feeling. With Jason's family, it was the least uncomfortable. He's the most normal of the batch. He's the most normal and it seems like he wasn't it 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 wasn't a stretch for him to talk to his dad like that wasn't weird and the way they talked wasn't a weird talk like it seems like they would have that conversation anyway yeah um so i really liked it i really like jason's family his brother was the coolest guy on the show yes i agree he looked awesome he had these like circle harry potter glasses and he looked like he probably has a band of some sort but also makes like interesting art. He's probably a graphic designer. Mm-hmm. He's really cool. So Jason's Just family was cool awesome. Cool looking dude. 
I think his family was easy and they didn't, the episode didn't last long on his family. I think only because they were just like, Hey, cool. We like you. Thanks Becca for coming well, over. And there was no like hot clip. They could yeah. exploit. They were like, Hey Jason, do you think you're in love with her? Yeah, I think so. Cool. Awesome. We we're so happy for you. We can't wait to have Becca and our family. Let's go eat some hot wings. Yeah. Like we're in Buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> but it, I just feel like they were really easy and fun. Um, but then his mom said, do you feel, or, or no, oh, this is, this was interesting. His mom said to him, do you feel like she's in love with her, you? And he was like, I think so. She goes, I honestly couldn't get a read. She's like, I, I can't tell if she is that into you. And I thought that was like such an interesting hot take from a mom. She's like, I really, I can't really tell. And uh, he, Jason was like, well, in the past I felt like we were playing catch up and now I feel like we're surpassing all the other relationships. Dang. And I'm like, oh, Jason, like I'm a little worried about that (laughs) because she hasn't told the camera that she like how that she is like in love with Jason. Like she hasn't told us that. Yeah. I don't know. I just I'm a Jason fan. I don't want him to get hurt. And if he goes to paradise, he needs to be with someone amazing. Yeah. Yes. Um, Next, we're on Blake. He's from Bailey, Colorado, which I've also never heard of. But I, I don't know. I don't. I guess I don't know of that many places. But I have never heard of Bailey, Colorado. Um, have you heard of it? No. Okay, there you go. Um, just straight off the bat, she tells us she's in love with him. Right away, she's like, "He told me he's in love with me, and I feel the same way." Yeah. Like the first thing she says, and I'm like, "You haven't said that about anybody else." And at this point, if she doesn't pick Blake, I'm gonna be so upset because. All they're showing me is how in love she is with him. Like, which probably means like uh, that. That's telling me that the producers are feeding that to me for a reason. So that means it's not him. Yeah. Which is crazy. Like, she's not saying that about anybody else. Yes, here we are. I don't know. I I hope it's Blake, but I'm I'm starting to put my guard up because I feel like ABC is tricking me. Mm. I don't know. Um, they go to his high school. They make yeah. out in empty classrooms. No one's there, but for some reason, all of his coaches and teachers are there. Man. It's weird. That's all. Like, go anywhere else. Why are you going to your own high school? Kind of weird. Um. Oh, but then he talks about something important, which I did not know, but he went, he was um, at the high school when there was a school shooting. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And so he was telling her about all of that and how scary that was, which sounds awful. Um. And then they went into the auditorium for a Betty Who concert. Yes. I, who is Betty who? She's just this gal that's cool. Yeah. Where's she from? What does she do? Probably California. Probably California. <laughs> she sings songs. I hadn't heard of her until this. Um, she's a, you know, kind of lower key on the pop list, but hasn't found commercial success yet, but it's doing, it's doing all the right things. Well, Becca knew every word to every song. Yeah. This is probably the number one on the questionnaire. Who's your favorite? Um, who are your favorite bands? There you Name go. five. Just Betty Who. Betty Who. That dude's husband. <laughs> Kelsey Ballerini's husband. I don't Granger think. Smith. They always have random country artists. This is kind of the oh, first. Oh, the Bahamas. Oh, my gosh. She did not say the Bahamas. That was just because they were in the, the Bahamas. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, but it seems like Blake arranged that, which I know is not what happened because he can't pay her to be there. But it seemed like he did. No, I don't think so. 
because she was like, thank you so much. And like, he was like, I know you love Betty who I wanted there to be a surprise. Like he may have mentioned They're trying it. to make a uh, home seem like she has like any amount of culture or taste or she interest. does. She is I do not a think good, so. interesting, fun person. She's just, she's boring. She's just, okay. You can be boring and have culture and taste. I think she's boring. Okay. I'm just saying those are not mutually exclusive. You can have both. You can have culture and taste and be boring on TV. Um, you'd probably think I was super boring on TV. Do you think you would? No, I think you're interesting. Yeah, but on TV, you're like trying to present your best self and you may be more reserved, right? Like Becca's probably doing that. That's maybe. Maybe. I mean, she I was a keeper job probably, so I don't think you I don't think you end up as the lead on a network reality TV show and have any inhibition towards keeping other jobs or anything you're a tv star now at this point <laughs> that's true of course again rachel's still a lawyer and she was a tv star yeah but she she had a She's brain special. above her neck yeah <laughs> gosh you just love rachel <laughs> um he goes to see his family which is interesting because usually they explain who we're gonna see and in this situation they didn't explain like oh this is gonna be my dad and then it's my mom and my stepdad and like didn't he quiz her no, that was Colton. Uh, um, never mind. But he sits down with his mom and he's like, I told her I'm in love with her. And his mom goes, that's crazy. <laughs> Which I love because it's like a lot of these parents are calling their sons out like for being too extra. Uh, well, and probably just the sheer disappointment of like, oh, we raised our son to be like a male, adult, male, grown, male. <laughs> And yet he's prancing around on reality television in front of everybody. How would you feel if either and of our girls... he's using his real name. <laughs> his real name. How would you feel if either of our girls were on The Bachelor? I would have some big questions in life to answer for myself. Would you have some big questions for The Bachelor at the hometown dates? No. What I'd would you... How would you operate? <laughs> just sheer disappointment in our children for making such poor life choices. Dude, I'd be all about it. It's like, yeah, girl, get on TV. Get that sponsorship. You get your Take those sugar bear vitamins and become Instagram famous and pay for yourself. Yeah, well, Aiden will be living with us when she's 40, so... Just because she kisses toilets. And eats her own boogers. Okay, she's two. Who taught her that? I don't know. Not me. So... That's disgusting. It's freaking gross. <laughs> but honestly, like, would you not just do whatever you're told for these TV interviews? Like, how would you respond? I would not put myself in a situation where I had to be on television. Would you be like Rachel's dad and be like, I'm not going to do it? Yeah. Do you remember Rachel's dad? He was like, he had some political office in Dallas or something. Yeah. And he was like a judge. He's a judge. And he was just like, yeah, I'm not going to be on that show. Yeah. Dude, freaking more to him. That's so ridiculous. No, though. it's so great. It's like, oh yeah, I'm a sane human being and I do not need this to validate my own existence or say oh what a fun thing we did later i want it's that ridiculous i do want i would do it you'll be alone oh my gosh no you can be there for sure but um his dad said something interesting blake's dad um he was asking like how everything was going and if they have had any like serious like moments or whatever and blake was like yeah there's been no stumbling blocks there's been nothing wrong and blake's dad was like that's kind of bad if there's been nothing wrong because you don't know how to deal with if something wrong happens and um his dad goes when reality comes you're not going to be on these fantasy dates like yep you'll be in the real world 
how is that going to happen? And Blake is like, well, I I told her about the divorce. I told her about the school shooting and stuff. And his dad was like, I mean, those are good things to talk about, but like you need to prepare yourself for whenever you fight with her. Yeah. Which I, that was refreshing to hear because it's like, you're not just asking him if he loves her. You're like wanting him to actually like think about what life will be like. Yeah. But at the end of it, she tells us that she can see Blake in her life forever and his family in her life forever. Everything that she said about Blake sounds much more concrete than anything she says about the other guys. Like, I feel strongly for him. I really liked his family. I could see where this is going. But for Blake, it's like, I can see him in my life forever. Yeah. If it's not Blake, I am going to be so confused. Well, at the end of the episode, they cut to a picture of her crying on a bed which I'm sure will be the most interesting thing that happens in that entire hour and a half. Dude, she... Okay, well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We're, we're about to do the last hometown date. Colton from Parker, Colorado. Have you heard of Parker, Colorado? Yeah. Where's Parker? It's somewhere in Colorado. <laughs> um, they go shop for toys to bring to the children's hospital, which is really cute. So I kind of feel like his whole ploy... I feel like this is Colton the virgin, right? Yes. I feel like his whole ploy at this point on the show... Is not to find love, but to uh, raise awareness of his foundation so he feels like he's doing something with his life because he's not making a cut on a football Which team. isn't that bad. It's fine. That's fine. Um, like that benefits other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, like even tonight he was Instagramming, or the other night he was Instagramming live and well, he, watching the show at the hospital. He was tonight, yeah. It's just a little too much. Yeah, like it, he has ulterior motives, but are those ulterior motives bad? No, but they're just kind of annoying. Like, it's kind of manipulative, but in a good way. Yeah, it's probably better than him just being on the show for just like himself, to like boosts like those people that come career. on, like I'm a country star. I'm a country singer. It's always a country be, singer. It's, it's never like always, a rapper. No. Or, uh, no, it's like, always a country singer, a I'm bad in a, I'm country in a rock singer. band. It's always like, I'm a country singer-songwriter. Oh, my gosh. That guy, James Taylor, came out with, like, oh the weirdest gosh. songs. Like, he's in Katy. Yeah. He's having shows, like, at Common Grounds. Is that a Katy place? No. Oh, I'm thinking of something else. He was, like, posting, like, I'll be at blah, blah, blah. And I'll Katie, be at Moe's. Maybe, yeah. Um. Anyway, back to Colton. He probably is trying to get, you know, people to be to care about this. But at least it's something good to care about. Sure. Um, they go to the hospital. They hang out with two kids with cystic fibrosis. Um, and it's really sweet. It's really cute. They have a good time. And these kids were precious. Yeah. So it was definitely like a forced, like planned thing. It's not like they just walked in and surprised people, which I don't think you're allowed to do with minors anyway. Yeah. But, um, it was sweet. And I like that he was showing that, like, he's been posting pictures like, hey, look who I'm watching the show with tonight. And it was those same kids. Like, it seems like he actually spends time with these people instead of just for the show. Yeah. Which is cool. Um, later on, they're talking one-on-one. And for a guy that says he doesn't talk much about his virginity, he's kinda, talking about it kinda so much. Kind of seems like he talks a lot about his virginity. Like, it's fine. It's it's that's That's fine. But why are, like... Every single thing goes back to, well, I'm a virgin. Like, it doesn't have to spill into every single part of your entire life and existence. It's a little too much. It's crazy, like, so much. But um, 
he was talking about how like no one's ever met his family before because it never got to that point and just how like it, it has to be really serious for him to meet for people to meet his family because he goes you don't just get to meet my family yeah i'm a virgin like <laughs> i don't really understand why meeting the family is that big of a deal you have different feelings about this uh, you feel like meeting the family makes like it a deeper connection or whatever but for me it's like sure meet my family like that doesn't change anything. I like, feel like meeting the family uh, further removes your ability to make decisions that are solely informed on the person. Yeah, there's a, there's with. more layers. There's more like you're more you're like, connected oh, I to them split in different with this ways. Person, I now have to like split with their mom. Yeah. And their dad, and their brother, and their so and so, and their dog. Yeah. And the convenience of you're definitely more intertwined with the family. Yeah. But it, for some reason, for me, that doesn't feel like that big of a deal. Like, I don't know. Just meet the family. Who cares? Like, well, and it's probably a much bigger deal whenever you're like a little later in life. Probably. I mean, you met my family when I was 19, so yeah, <laughs> whatever. 18. I was 19. I was 18. Yeah. It didn't feel like that big of a deal. Yeah. Like, yeah, here's my. I live with her. Here's my mom. <laughs> Yeah, that that is true. It's probably much different whenever you like have to drive, like specifically go out of or your we're way. Flying, we're flying to spend. Yes, like a weekend with the family. You're right. That that would be a bigger deal than just like, yeah, take me home. Oh, here's my mom. Hi. Hey, mom. And you're also in like shorter, more fragmented relationships at that time of your life than yeah. you are when you're 19. So I get it. It is more of a a deeper thing. But they go meet his family. There's so many people at this one. Aunts, uncles, cousins, This nieces, is really nephews. similar. Whenever me and Kelsey first met, she was moving apartments in college. And she asked me to come help her move without telling me that her family was going to be there. I don't remember any of this. And I show up thinking like, oh, I'm going to help Kelsey move. You know, whatever. It's not a big deal. And I get there and her mother's there. Her dad's there. Her brother's there. Her three cousins are there. Her grandmother is there. Her 90-something-year-old great-grandmother is there. <laughs> All because... And then her... My aunts, uncles. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody. Because that's, you know, that's my posse. That's what you do. Everybody helps. And then, <sighs> then you became Some people there were not helping. Posse. Some people there were not there to help. Even if you're not... There's just an extreme fear of missing out in your family. That, yes. Oh, I we can't all assemble. We can't all assemble without all of us. Yeah. Or we should not do this well, it's it's more fun with more people more is more and even if you're not physically lifting something you are still participating in the positive vibes and fun energy so you're helping or in that you're way. standing in the way no you're not you're so grumpy You've never had to move oh my stuff. goodness i move my stuff all the time i just i rearranged our bedroom upstairs by myself today okay so i just i move things around all the time just yeah, moving moving, time. moving moving yeah, moving. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh you're coming off as such like a grumpy guy Anyway, back to this. Colton has so many people at his house. Um, his mom, this was the clip we played in the beginning. I have to tell you how happy and perky you look. I don't know who she was talking to, either Colton or Becca, but I did not like it. That's a really weird thing to say. <laughs> um, and then Colton's dad sits him down and Colton tells us that his mom was the one he really talked to about life and his dad was more of like a coach, um, which tells me his dad's not like, emotional or sensitive is just like you need to do this you need to do this pretty bummed out that he's not playing pro ball why aren't you doing this you think his dad is or his his dad's bummed that he's not or his dad's bummed that colton's not like himself or for his son for his son 
Yeah, probably. But Colton was going to like lose his like control of his arm or something if he stopped or if he kept going. So that's when you stop because you need your arm. Um, but Colton's dad was like, is she ready? Because she was just engaged. So like, how do you turn around that fast and get ready to be engaged again? It's the most pragmatic question that's been asked on this show this entire season. I'm not surprised at all that you relate to Colton's dad. That's not the I shocker mean, of the century. If I had a all. son, which we don't, but if I had a son, I would be so concerned about him to be in a space where it's like, you're going to go have a girlfriend with 19 other guys. Like what? Please explain to me how you're going to come out on top of this. And you'd be like, yeah, dad, you podcasted about this for a long time. Like, you know how this works. <laughs> <laughs> but Colton's dad was like, so you told her about your whole, like everything in your life. But like, did you ask her about if she's ready? Like, you're you're trying to convince oh, her that you're ready, but like, why didn't really you turn it about around? That, Dad. Yeah, Colton's like, we didn't talk about that, Dad. Like, like we're fine. Dad, leave me alone, Dad. That, legit, that's how it went. Dad, like, get upstairs and read me a bedtime story, Dad. Oh my gosh. Um, I'm gonna go home, Dad. But his dad sits down with Becca and basically asks her, and she was like, "Oh yeah, that's a good question." Colton hasn't really asked me that, so we haven't really talked about it. Zing. Um, but. Spitting fire. That's when the dad was like, um, I don't want you to pick him if you aren't feeling strongly about him. Just shots fired. Yeah. Like I'd rather him have a little bit of a heartbreak now than a lot of a heartbreak at the end. Like, but it's like newsflash dad, it's basically the end. Like yeah. it's not that different. Newsflash your son is now he just can't go to Thailand. Show. Like if you if you want her to break up with him, he just doesn't get to go to Thailand. Yeah. So it sucks. Um so he sits down with his mom. And tells her about his virginity and how he's been talking about that with Becca, which is such a weird conversation to have with your mom. Like, hey, mom, I told Becca that I'm a virgin. Oh, yeah, son. Cool. Like, well, and they also he apparently revealed it to her right prior to them all meeting, which like, where are the cameras for that? That sounds like the juiciest him telling his mom He's a virgin, which oh. also seems like totally not a conversation that any man has with their mother. Right. Like, why would you need to like, it's just a Why is this whole thing like, played out in the first place? None of that needs to be a parent child conversation. Yeah. At this and point then on top life. of that, why is it not? Why? Oh, if we're recording everything, why don't we record that? <laughs> um, but then the mom was like, do you think she loves you? And Colton's like, I think so. I love her. I love her. I'm just like, oh man, all these guys are so convinced that Becca's like super in love with them. And I'm just like, oh, my favorite God. was whenever like his little niece like gets up and hugs him and they're like, and she's like, is that your girlfriend? And he's like, yeah. And then it's like, yeah, but I'm kind of sharing her with like four other He guys. didn't say that. It's kind of confusing. She kisses all of us. I don't know. Uh, I guess her girlfriend, boyfriend. None, he did not whisper all of that to his niece. I have three other boyfriends that I share with her. We're all just, you know, kind of sharing <gasps> harmonious this. and just living our lives. We're just do we just don't talk about the fact that we all kiss her at the same time. Whatever. I wonder if anybody of them have like kissed her and then like smelled the other guy's cologne on her or something. Like it's weird. It's gotta be weird. It's so weird. She kisses all of them in the same night sometimes. Yeah. I I don't know how you would not feel yucky about that. Like she's about to have three fantasy suite dates. Do those all happen the same? One after another, like one, two, three. That's so tacky. Whose life lives like that? I mean, every bachelor or bachelorette contestant. Whatever. Anyways. Um, but Becca and mom are now talking about Colton's virginity. Like of the course, two of them. The hot topic. Like I could not imagine sitting down with your mom. And be like, 
Yeah. So let's talk about Michael. <laughs> That'd be so weird. Because it's not a conversation that happens in nature. No, and she did call that out. Like, um, Colton's mom was like, this is not a normal thing to like discuss with your son. Um, but then, but or then Becca's like, son's so reality TV star girlfriend. I know. But then Becca's mom or, but then Becca was like, so he doesn't have a lot of experience, but do you think he's ready? <laughs> it's like, you can ask that question without saying the word virginity. Why do you have to ask that question? Or insinuate that it's about sex, which is another strange thing to ask. The mother. Someone's mother. Hey. Is your son. What's the threshold? Like how many people do you have to have slept with for Becca to think that you're ready for marriage? One, uh, apparently more two, than three. zero. Like, what's the number that it's now not a problem? Like, yeah, it's I a just great question. I'm very curious about that. But Colton at the very end says, "I know that I'm in love with you," and Becca said something like, "I l- thank you." Like, I love to hear that. Cool. It's like, oh gosh, that reminds me of one time when we were dating. <laughs> I think I told Michael that I loved him or something, and he was like, "Cool." It's a miracle that we're where we are right now. Hey. <laughs> Just kidding. He shows me how much what he loves me loving, by doing this podcast loving, with loving me. Commitment. <laughs> um, anyway, all of the hometowns are done. Thank Everything God. is done. And Becca's about to have the rose ceremony. But before that, she wants to have a lady hangout. Of course. She has like five of the ladies that were on this last season with her. Her best friends, her quote unquote. Best friends. Do we think they're all best friends? friends. No, I think they're the best. They're just bachelor friends. Okay. They probably all text, but like it's like your bachelor group text and then like your real best friends text. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, But she lets them know that Jason is the best kisser in the world. She said those words. Jason is the best kisser in the world. I think that's just another producer line. No, she says it so much. That's exactly why I nominated for producer line of the episode. No, I'm confident that she that she feels that way okay then she tells them about the hometowns she goes through every guy and then at the very end she mentions that she went to colton's hometown and immediately tia says can i talk to you for a second alone can you do a tia impression for us becca can i talk to you for a second (laughs) it's important Mm -hmm. they go outside it's good they talk to each other tia decides that now is a great time to tell Becca that she still has feelings for Colton. What? Yeah. That is so selfish. Pretty I tacky. can't even handle it. She's just telling them. But you know them, the producers are just like, finally something interesting. Dude. And then it even turns out to not be that interesting. Tia was able to tell her in like episode two. Like, why did you wait all the way until hometowns to be like, hey, Becca, I need to tell you something. Like. She's been, well, she's just been wrestling whether or not to tell her. It's so freaking selfish. It's so selfish. Yeah, it makes her sick to her stomach. That's what she kept saying. Like every week that I knew he was still here, I just got sick to my stomach, and there, there's still feelings there, and I couldn't leave here, um, like without having. My favorite's when people think they're or they act like they're doing the right thing in doing something like that. It's like so selfish. It's like I just had to. I just had had to get it off my chest for both of us. What? No. Pat it on the back. You would be so much more like noble to have just seen how it played out. Like Colton loves her at this point. Like, what are you doing? Tia, 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 tia. Um, so that all happens. All the girls are curious about what's happening. Becca tells us that she's annoyed and confused and, and she told Tia, she's like, Hey, 
I told you on like week two, like if you, if there was anything, I could just send him home. Like I had no problem at, at that point. She's like, at this point, I really like him. I have feelings for him. I just met his family. He has 25% of my affections. <laughs> I think like 15 probably, but yeah, I don't know. But anyway, they go to the rose ceremony. Fast forward. They go to the rose ceremony. They, um, all the guys file in. They're looking spiffy and nice. Colton's the last one to come in and he pulls Chris Harrison aside as he's walking in. Do you remember this conversation? Yes. He's like, Chris, I know there's fantasy sweet dates coming up and I wanted to talk to you about that. What are the expectations in the fantasy suite date? Colton, you know what the expectations are in the fantasy suite date generally. However, I just don't understand why this is a conversation that needs to be had right now. Somebody made him have this conversation, surely, because this is ridiculous. Right before the rose ceremony, Colton is like trying to talk about this with Chris Harrison. Would you ever pull someone else aside and be like, hey, do you need me to have sex on TV? Like, <laughs> that's basically what he was asking Chris. Well. Was it not? Or was I he wanna, just like. I want to hopefully give credits to the producers that they're yeah. just framing this up. They're like, oh, we need. Something we else. haven't hit on anything yet. Like, you're this our ticket. barely interesting. You're our ticket out of having <laughs> something interesting happen here. And Chris Harrison should get like an Emmy for having to probably have the strangest conversation on television in the history of this show. Dude, there's no way that wasn't like the third take. Like surely there was takes before this. Oh, I know. But like, but Colton, yeah, Colton can't walk up and say, Hey Chris, what's expected of me? And Chris is like, Hey dude, like Chris basically was like, do whatever you want. Like, but it wasn't really, but it's like, whatever you and Becca agree upon, like whatever y'all, you told him to be a man. Yeah. As a man, whatever your decision needs to be like as a couple, whatever your decision's going to be like, basically Chris is just like, I don't know. (laughs) Well, it's not up to me. This is such boring television. It was just I'm ridiculous. so checked out. It was a weird thing. Anyway, who goes home? Uh, the Virgin. Colton. Yeah, Colton goes home. Well, it was stacked up with his dad being like, send him home. Yeah. If you don't if you have like as strong of feelings for him. And then two, um, the Tia thing, I'm sure, pushed it over the air. She told us that it didn't, but it had to have like been in her mind. Like, oh, there's too much around this guy that I'm and not aligning with. it sets up. Their little spinoff show. Mm, yes, Colson and T are nicely. both on Bachelor in Paradise. So we'll see how that turns out. Yeah. Perfect little parlay. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty convinced that they have to weave someone into the final four or three that can be on the spinoff in order to make it all kind of even out. Here's a question. Financially. What are the chances that the Becca Tia conversation happened after the fact? 1,000. What if the season was done? And they wanted to drum up more interest in Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. And they were like, you know what would be good is if we had something before Colton leaves the show where Tia tells Becca that she still I has feelings I could a thousand percent see that. Like what well, if we, that happened? We can do some Redditing and see, uh, see what Bachelor chance. at Reddit says. Yeah. Like what if they just like completely made up that moment? I mean the whole show's made up. Well, yeah. But I mean way after the fact like, hey, we need we need something like this. I don't know. I'd be curious if that happened. I don't think we'll ever know that. I'm just glad we get to see the the Colton virginity saga continue on national television. Dude, I just don't know why he has to bring it up in every single conversation. Like, let there be other parts of you, you know? I hope he waits till he's married. I, I mean, at this point, he sure, he has to, I'm right? keeping the torch lit for you, Colton. <laughs> but 
can we please have a moratorium on the phrase since day one? Like, we don't need to say that anymore. I'm done. I'm done hearing since day one. Like, it's now lost its meaning. Like, mix it up a little bit. At this point, it's just sounding like noise. Like, Becca always. That's what this whole show is to me. Since day one. It's as if they have since day one on, like, a loop, and it's just playing for 90 minutes. (laughs) Is how you feel? (laughs) Yeah. I'm just, I'm sick of it. I'm like, okay, since day one. I understand. I understand that there was a beginning to the show and that you've been saying something over and over. But pick another way to speak, please. Anyway, that's the end of this episode. Next week, they'll be in Chiang Mai, Thailand. And I believe Thailand was where Sean Lowe proposed to Catherine. And they're one of the most successful bachelor, bachelorette. Or no, Catherine has never bachelorette. Bachelor couples. I'm pretty sure they always go to Thailand. I'm, I think JoJo went to Thailand. I'm oh, pretty sure AB, ABC has like a preser- like a, pr- a nature preserve. They've been Thailand to St. Lucia. St. Lucia. St. Lucia. Uh, yeah, know. they've gone to Thailand a couple times in my. Oh, okay. Well, then there you go. At least go. in my participation's stupid, god awful hour of television every week I have to watch for the entire summer. I love it. I, this is like our date night, just talking about The Bachelor. <laughs> okay, so I have two questions for you. First, if you're Becca, no, not that. Okay, for yourself, who do you think is the best of the three guys? And then the second, who do you think she'll pick? I like the Buffalo dude. Jason? Yeah, he mm-hmm. seems like a normal dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I think she'll pick... Uh, Blake or Garrett? Garrett's the tomato guy. Blake is the high school guy. Oh, uh, yeah. School shooting. Uh, divorced parents I'm going to say Garrett. You think no, she'll pick Garrett? No, I'm going to say Blake. You think she'll pick Blake? Yeah. I know. I, I kind of... They're kind of up in the air to me. I feel like Jason will be number three, even though I like him the best. I agree with you. I think he'll make... Yeah. Jason would be the best husband and has the best like family situation, I think, and like a normal person. But I think Garrett has a leg up in the way that she keeps saying he reminds her of her dad, who had passed away. And like, yeah. you know, I feel like that's always a positive thing. But, or at least in her situation... But Blake is the only one she's telling us she's in love with. Who knows? But maybe she's saying that about Garrett and they're just not showing it. I don't know. But if those aren't the final two, I'm going to be shocked. If it's Garrett, I would love if she ended up with Jason. Let me say that right now. If she ended up with Jason, I'd be so happy. Yeah. I just just don't don't, think she's there with him. I don't think she's interesting enough to do something (laughs) like that. I don't think that Jason is overly interesting. I I don't think he's a nice guy. But boring people think they need to complicate things i don't know did i mention she's boring you just think she's boring gosh she's not boring anyways anyway that's it we um are done for this week are you excited about the fantasy suite dates no are you excited about mental all whenever you get to see wills again nah not not even wills you don't want to know what his custom jacket is gonna be i would love to watch the five minute teaser they do at the beginning of each episode and let that be my episode those are way better than anything they drag it's just you drama. through yeah there's always a fight for mental all like there's always someone like arguing with someone else yeah it's just gonna be the gold panties boy yes and the other two dudes oh that, that guy that was like super mad yeah. yeah 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 oh you know who they're gonna bring back chad joe the grocer he left the first night and everyone's so mad about it they thought he was so awesome and Becca left it or sent him home the first night. His name was Joe and all of Twitter loves him. 
There you go. I think he's going to be on Paradise only because need, everybody they need on groceries Twitter. in Paradise? Or? No, because oh. everyone was like, nobody on the first night ever goes to Paradise. It's always like the last couple of people. But, but Joe, Bachelor at Twitter was just on fire. Yeah, they were like, justice for Joe. We love Joe. Well, but I, I guess we'll awesome. find out. Yep, we'll see. Should me and you have like a bet for if it's Blake or Garrett? No. Because we both think it's Blake. No, you said Garrett. I think no, it's Garrett. Blake. I think it's Garrett going all the way. You think Garrett? Yeah. The one that reminds her of her dad, even though he has, she has tomato a boy. Us. Yeah. Yeah. You think it's tomato? Yep. All right. I think it's Blake. We'll see. We'll just have to see. But all right. Well, we'll be back next week talking about the fantasy suites um, and then mental all and then finale. We're almost done, babe. Can't wait. <laughs> all right. See you all next time. Bye.